Hardcore Radio, baby. You're listening to Quorum Radio. Quorum Radio now on with Greg D'Alessandro. And if you're wondering who he is, well, you've probably seen uh, Weekly World News, which, as its masthead proclaims, it's the world's only reliable news source. I mean, if the New York Times can offer on its masthead that it's the only, you know, only the news that fits the print, then, you know, of course, you know, Weekly World News won't be far behind. It's been an incredible source of breaking stories, including Manigator. Yeah. <laughs> Elvis is not dead. <laughs> yeah. Bat Boy found in a cave. And that Bill and Hillary Clinton uh, have a marital spat and an alien ends up in the slammer with Bill Clinton with a shiner. Uh, yeah. Important stories like this are only broken with the world's most reliable news source, which is um, Weekly World News. And Greg D'Alessandro is, um, well, you know, if, if it's reliable news and he is the caretaker of the Rolex of, of world news uh, and notices and, and, and what's being kept from the public. Uh, because, you know, the, this is a guy that's basically over a news empire that uh, does real investigative journalism. It digs where others just don't want to go. Right. So, yeah, right. I mean, so anyway, so can you disclose where you are? Is it, there's a rumor that you're somewhere near a cave in West Virginia. Is that true? Uh, do you want to comment about that or is that? Well, uh, you know, yeah. We, and thanks for having me on, Bill. It's great to be here. We can world news. It's an honor to have you on Quorum Radio, Greg. Uh, so right tell now, us about I where am, you're located. Oh, yeah, I am located right now. Well, you know, we don't like to say it because, you know, the government is always watching us, keeping tabs on us because we have all these stories. But uh, right now yes, I'm, I'm in uh, the beautiful state of New Jersey at the moment. But I, I am a moving target. So I go from okay. different place to different place. Yeah. So somebody reports, uh, Greg, that... Um, <laughs> that you're currently in, in involved with uh, conversations with people who've made contact with the Jersey devil. Is that far off the mark or maybe you don't want to go there? Let, yeah. uh, well, we, we do have a, several of our reporters that have been talking to uh, the Jersey devils, you know, people. So uh, we, we, we've had certain scoops about the Jersey devil and uh, the Jersey devil, first of all, does exist, is out there. And uh, you know, People should should not be overly concerned, but uh, but keep your head up because the there yeah, is be prudent. Yeah, be prudent. Yeah, if you see it, don't don't get too close and and don't turn don't talk. back. Back off. Back away slowly. Right. 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 Yeah. And, yeah. and the pine barrens, the pine barrens yeah. can look can look solitary and far apart from civilization, but you may find yourself with an uh, unexpected uh, visitor. Um, yeah. But. Keep people yeah. in suspense, Greg. Listen, so give yeah. us the latest on, on the you know, weekly world news, the metaverse, sandbox. What are you up to? Uh, okay. You know. Well, you know, we've been, first of all, we've been around since 1979. October 16th, 1979 was the first issue. So, uh, and so we're over 42 years now. Been doing 40, 43. Wow. Almost 43. But, um, yeah. Yeah, right now we're we're we've been relaunching the brand, getting it out to more people since the end of uh, 2019. It had been gone dormant in about 2015, but very active till then. And uh, we're doing a lot of things out in um, Hollywood with with uh, some film projects, TV projects, podcasts coming up. 
And we do have a crypto blockchain game that will be launched this uh, July, which I just <laughs> figured out how to say that. But you know, oh, man. yeah, That's we a, have yeah, a, a crypto blockchain game in the sandbox called Planet Wiki World News, which is being developed with a, uh, people called Clever Whatever, fantastic uh -huh. um, creative tech people. And uh, yeah, you can soon in August, you'll be able to go into the metaverse and spend time. We have a whole few acres you can go and we have some buildings and go wow. interact with uh, Lake Erie Monster or Hogzilla or Frankenstein, whoever you want to talk to. You can go to the wow. museum, but there, there's a quest involved where you want to become a Weekly World News reporter, but you have to solve some some uh, problems before then. You have to find right. certain things. And yeah, you know, there's a lot of training that goes involved in becoming a, yes. a top level investigative reporter. For we can of move. course, you know, right? Yes, and in fact, you probably can't talk about all the uh, New York Times reporters that have gone on from Weekly World News to to stardom and Pulitzer Prize nominations. Correct? Well, we've had, yeah, we've had, we've been, we've been turned down by, we've been overlooked a few times, but yeah, we've had Pulitzer Prize winning uh, journalists that have worked with us, and 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 you know, top. Novel, not we've had some different um in uh non-fiction writers that have won Pulitzer's that have been with us too because there's a lot of investigative uh work that needs to be done it really takes um it takes a really strong mind and someone who really wants to look to where the facts lead you you know exactly, want to exactly. really look into the research and the facts and it takes a you know someone who's really diligent hardworking, wants to really look into these these matters that everyone is everyone as you said most mainstream media outlets overlook these stories and you know we're the ones that are are taking them on taking them seriously as they should be and uh reporting you know? right right so you go where basically like paul harvey the rest of the story but writ large right. on a weekly tabloid which by the way is has it come back yet as a weekly tabloid right uh no well right we are we are looking at getting back into print soon you know some people say oh that's that's crazy everything's online but we have a lot of people that want to hold in in like to hold it in their hand and they like seeing it in the supermarket where it was first introduced supermarkets pharmacies you know on the level right by the checkout stand you would see weekly world news um but yeah we, we we did a print issue april of 2021 about the greatest covers and that did very well. And now, so we're just looking for our distribution to get it back on the streets and everything. But mostly we're uh, online. We have a big following on Facebook. Uh, we have following on Instagram, Twitter, and uh, we're going to be on Discord soon, TikTok. Oh, okay. Just growing, you know, trying to get on every it, it, Yes. Remind well, people that we, we're still here, you know, we're still here. That's important to do, of course. Now, by the way, um, have you thought of Bat Boy Crypto? Or is that too? Uh, well, you know, we too much of a mouthful. No, that's a very good idea, Bill. And we 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 uh, we looked into there. Actually, was a coin called Batcoin. We had looked into it. There's somebody else had already gotten Batcoin, but we are we are looking into crypto, crypto, some NFTs, all that kind of thing. We want to take take League World News into the to next uh, into the 21st century, 22nd century, 21st. Century. Yeah. I don't even know where well, I'm that's right. you know, because you're I'm time traveling too much. I, you know, I, exactly. That's all right. You have that jet lag, and that happens when you're trying time yeah. travel. It can be epic, and it can be actually actually very dangerous. You have to take care of yourself, Greg. Well, listen, yeah, I, I do yeah. want to. 
<laughs> I do want to <laughs> ask you, Greg, you know, um, how did Greg D'Alessandro, De- De- you know, position himself in his childhood or how did things work out so that you're the man you are today based on who you were in grade school? High school. Yeah. Oh, tell us about Greg D'Alessandro going way, way back, do a little time travel. Yeah, I was thinking about that. You know, I'm just uh, kind of like an, uh, wasn't the class clown, but, you know, funny, odd, the odd, weird class clown. You know, that yes, kind of, yes. Yeah, the odd, just do, I remember in uh, second grade, they had us, the teacher would have uh, brought everyone to the front of the class and, uh, you the shoot play some music and she wanted you to do a little dance move or anything, whatever you could. And I don't know why she wanted to do that, but we we did that. And uh I went to the front and I started, you know, pounding my head and and running into the window and doing some very odd things that were so she thinks that that, that dog was something very unusual going on. And I found myself about, uh, you know. Then I would wind up jumping out of a couple of windows, you know, just just for the fun of it. Oh, wow, that's like great. That. Okay, yeah, well, of course, yeah. you know, from from grade school, you went to high school, uh, and what was yeah. that like? Well, high school, yeah, did, did you I, blossom I, I, into well, into you know, kind I of like a space like, oddity. Yeah, I like. Well, I, was, I became I was a drummer, so I, I was you know like crazy drummer. I played a lot of drums. I played in different bands, and I I wanted being in you know plays, and then I also liked mostly writing so i would write you know uh you know i I did a story about before way before seinfeld i wrote a whole essay about nothing for for my class and that kind of got passed around uh, the high school how many words and was it how many words and was it a punishment for you know being a bad boy in class yeah well the, the english teacher at first did not uh appreciate you know, the, the, the topic, which went on for pages and pages and about nothing. And then, and then, uh, and, uh, but then it got passed around and, and people, people like that. Yeah. And I, I was also into, I don't know, I just got involved in a lot of, lot of, lot of things. I enjoyed my high school and college. And uh, I did work on the, the school paper. I did like sports and like an opinion. And we had this alternate paper called uh, everything, you know, is wrong which was based also on things about <laughs> fire sign theater. And we, I love Monty Python was, I love watching old Monty Pythons. And, right, right. So that, right. that kind and of humor, that's surreal. I was drawn to, you know, people with imagination, curiosity, and just, you know, the oddball nature of like uh, Monty Python. Of course, right. So then now, um, and you play musical instruments. What's your favorite yeah. instrument besides drums? Anything else besides drums? Just oh, drums? Yeah. I played I play a little bass guitar, guitar, little keyboards, and wrote, wrote a bunch of songs. And so, yeah. Great. Well, I did that well, first in my 20s. I, I, that's what I did. I played play music for a living for a while. Yeah. Oh, well, that's okay. You got to admire a guy that does that, man. That's, it, that's, you, that's, that's earning your bread, man. Yeah, yeah. It was... It, it was, it was uh, for me, I grew up in you know a Italian Catholic family, so it's a little a little odd. I mean, going out on the on the road and wondering like, oh my God, how much I got enough money for this week, but what about next week? You know, like I don't know. Yeah, man. Yeah. What am I gonna do? You know, like yeah, you better you you better be good, or you're not gonna yeah. do very well. You know. Yeah, exactly. So, so great. So listen, so you know, I, I guess to jump in here. I mean, at its apogee, 
Yeah. I mean, oh, how oh. great was it? I mean, World Weekly News, Weekly World News, I'm sorry, Weekly World News. Yeah. Tell us about its high point and how uh, big its circulation was and, and you know, all the, the incredible okay. yeah, yeah. operations. Well, in, in, it's, when it started in 79, it was an offshoot of the National Enquirer. You know, they, they went from black and white press. It was both owned by American Media Inc., you know. So it went from black and white press to color. The National Enquirer did. So they had these black and white presses left over and they came up with this idea to do strange but true stories in black and white and use that that printing press. So they they, they cut clip um, stories from around the world, these bizarre stories, you know, about three legged, four legged people or, you know, guys with horns on their heads and stuff like that or five headed turtle or something, you know, and they printed and all like that. And, they, and it took off right away. It sold, I think, 150,000 copies, the very first issue, which was pretty good introduced. And then in the 80s is really when it took off. Um, it, when we when Elvis died, Elvis died in 77. But in the 80s, we had Elvis was alive, which was that was a big story. And that sold 1.3 million copies or something at the time, which was wow. quite a bit. And, and it was based on this sighting that people, uh, some people in Kalamazoo, Michigan, said that uh, they had seen Elvis. So, of course, Elvis, Elvis is alive. So that, it's, it's, it's reliable witnesses. Yeah, we have witnesses. Oh, yeah. there's, there's always based on, you know, research and, and talking to people have actually seen it and everything. And then um, then that kind of got, the following grew in 1992. We introduced Bat Boy. And you know Bat Boy, right? Picture. Not you know. personally, but. Um, yeah, Bat Boy. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah sorry. It's kind of scary. Kind of yeah. scary. That's okay. Yeah, Bat Boy. Yeah. Half, <laughs> half bat, half human. And he was found in cave. And that really burst open. We rolled this, became very popular. There's our first, you know, character we introduced, we found. And uh, after that, there was 300 characters after it. But in the 90s, it was very popular. It was referenced in many TV shows, American Dads, The Simpsons, movies, uh, Naked Gun, 12 Monkeys, So I Married an Axe Murderer was based on Weekly World News Story. <laughs> um, Men in Black used Weekly World News. They called it the Hot Sheets in it. And, um, David Byrne wrote a movie called True Stories based on Weekly World News. There were songs oh written by Lunachicks, L7, Weird Al Yankovic. Um, other bands were influenced. Writers, Neil Gaiman, uh, George Saunders. These people were all influenced. John Stewart was influenced by Weekly World News. The Onion. Is that right? Founders of The Onion went to the offices in, in Florida, in Lantana, Florida, and spent a week there and then went back and started The Onion at the University of Wisconsin. You know? Wow. And, and during the 90s, uh, Washington Post called Weekly World News the most creative newspaper in American history. So that was. Oh, wow. You know, yeah. It's interesting. That's interesting. You know, it's really kind of one uh, distinction, maybe uh, sometime soon in the decades to come. A National Register of Historic Places plaque will be placed in somewhere in Lantana, Florida, or yes. maybe in there a, a cave yeah. in West Virginia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, there'll be, uh, we'll have the big museum too. Um, then wow. we had a, there, there was a musical, Bat Boy the Musical, launched in 1999. That was started by uh, Tim Robbins, the actor. He had a, an acting group wow. called the Actors Gang. He got the rights. They, they put it together. It was premiered in Culver City, California. Then it went to Off-Broadway and during in the year 2001, so it didn't last really long there. It went to the West End of London, and then it proceeded to be played in 
hundreds of colleges and community theaters across. Oh, wow. I, just, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's amazing. Huh? Yeah. It's, 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 it's funny. You know, it was like, it, this is kind of like the equivalent of a Beatles throwaway song. Like they just stick it in there. It's horrible, but just do it, man. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Side B, you know, yeah, the side, National Enquirer. Yeah. I mean, had these, I mean, in fact, I knew a guy, I went to high school with a guy who actually worked for the globe. I don't know if there was any connection between the Enquirer and the globe. No, not, but, not those two. No. Yeah, they were in Florida. That's about it, you know. Uh, yeah. And uh, but um, I remember he just he told me said, "Man, we we'd get we would get the goods on something and on a on a, on a story." And it was it was totally true. <laughs> they had it. It was unimpeachable. It was a bulletproof reliability. Which brings us back, of course, to you know uh, weekly world news. Yeah. Um, and um, so you know that first edition sold sells over a hundred thousand copies. It's black and white. This is like a depreciated asset for right. the owners of the Inquirer, and the thing, like, explodes, man. They must have been freaking out. At that time, Generoso, was it Generoso Pope, Gene Pope? He was the founder? Yeah, Generoso Pope Jr., who's got a very colorful, you know, you know, you can write a couple of books on, on him. He's sort of like um, William Randolph Hearst meets the Godfather, you know, because his father came over, Generoso Pope. Bugs Steve. Bunny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he came over in... Uh, 1911 to New York and wound up becoming, you know, running a cement company and, and while they're building skyscrapers, knew all the politicians, everything. Then um, then he bought a newspaper called Il Progresso in New York. He's a very influential man, the senior. He started the Columbus Day Parade. The, the Italian oh, really? Yeah. Oh, the wow. Senior. Yeah, yeah. And then, cool. um, and then his son, General Pope Jr., he went to college at the age of 16, MIT, and graduated in 19, went into the CIA for four years, came out, and his father made him editor of Il Progresso against his desires. You know, he wanted to do something else. But right, Let me get this straight. There was, there was General Pope Sr. and Jr.? Is that right? Yeah, or yeah. That Se just... Sr. is the one who came over to the U.S. from Italy in 1911. Uh, right. Jr. is the one who founded Weekly World News, and he, he was the one who went to MIT, joined the CIA, wow. and then he went back and ran uh, Il Progresso in New York, and then he had a, his father died suddenly, and he had a falling out with him, his family, and then he had nothing, and his family lived on Park Avenue, so, but he, he, wow. he heard that the New York Inquirer was for sale, so he, he made a bid with the help of a mafia, uh, Don named Frank Costello, loaned him $75,000. Oh, wow. $75,000, he bought the New York Inquirer, turned into a big hit until he found uh, there was a, a dead body in the, in the print shop one day. So he, with a note saying, you know, get out of New York. So he did, went to Florida. And wow, he, so then he, he got a, The New York Inquirer to the National Inquirer. Wait, well, so what happened? Did he, did he create the Inquirer? Did he just work at the Inquirer? No, no, he, he, he uh, it was for sale and he bought it for $75,000. It was going down. Right, right but yeah. we're talking, okay, right. I know the New York Inquirer, but the National Inquirer he just changed um, the name. He changed the name. Oh, so in other words, he, he stayed in, in, in the newspaper business, but he yeah. just changed the name. Yeah, Amazing. Exactly. So and did he, he have printing presses? He, what's that? Did he have printing presses at the time? Did he have uh, physical assets? He had the, the printing presses in New York, and then he bought some. He took over this little town in Tana, Florida. He, the whole town kind of took it over and put the printing presses there. They, they, uh, and that, that's what happened. And he owned 100% of it. So then he died in 1988, you know, nine years after uh, Week of World News started. And uh, so he, he, he started 
National Enquirer for $75,000. He sold it for $420 million. Oh, wow. 1988. Yeah. Yeah, don't, don't, yeah, don't tell me that Italian-Americans haven't done incredible stuff, man. I know, I know. It's, it's, a, it's an amazing thing. He's, he's got a very colorful history. And then his, wow. his son, Paul Pope, who we've, we've been talking to, we might get him back involved in Wicked World News, which is a Wait, very- Wait, what's his name? What's his, what's his name? His name's Paul David Pope. Wow, I mean, that, so he's fifty-four. He's fifty-four today, and he wants to get. But we're trying to get everybody back in the fold. Get make uh, Wicked World News oh, back, to, bring it back to its uh, full glory. Because uh, yeah, right. But you got to bring back the royalty, you know, the Pope family. Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, back to its its place in the uh, you know, in, in, in the in the universe in the uh, in the yeah. galaxy of great media moguls. Yes, right? exactly. Yeah. So tell us, was now Eddie Klontz, we went from General So Pope, General yeah. So passes away. Eddie Klontz, where does he fit into this picture? Okay, so, so General So Pope, he formed it in 1979, and uh, he, he, he was a publisher, but he kind of made all the final decisions, but he hired a friend of his from CIA from Scotland to be the uh, editor-in-chief. And I forget his name right now, but I'll find out because... He doesn't become as important because they hired that gentleman hired Eddie Klontz, who was just a very colorful, crazy, uh, fun, fun-loving guy. Who, you know, walked around the office with super soaker guns, stuff like that. You know, with what? Super soaker guns. You know, he'd shoot shoot people. You know, like with water and stuff like that. Playing squirt guns. Yeah, yeah. So Eddie Klontz basically. So it started out as a bizarre but true. You know you know, 25 foot grasshopper, which is a real picture from Iowa or something. He, uh, he then kind of dialed up the stories a little bit, you know, encouraged people to, you know, you know, just embellish the story a little bit. And so Wicked World News became his voice. It was really, it's really Eddie Klontz is, uh, is the voice of Wicked World News. And he was just a fun loving, uh, guy, he had all the writers in a bullpen throwing out ideas all the time around each other, making each other, you know, laugh and trying to encourage people. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah, hey, he, was he, he the... one came up with the, uh, the quote, which has been, some people have changed it to, he said, uh, never let facts ruin a good story, you know? That, that, <laughs> that, that, that's, that, you know, don't let, don't let, uh, you know, it get, anything get in the way of, of telling a good story, you know, which yeah, right. the, uh, well, Mark Twain it, said something know. similar. Mark Twain said that uh, don't, yeah, don't let the truth get in the way of a, don't get in the way of a good story, I think. But, but I guess I, you could say that, um, that, uh, Eddie Klontz took it to a whole new level. Huh? Yes, he did. He took it to a new level. Yeah. And, and actually his first tagline for the paper was nothing but the truth. We were nothing. Okay. Oh, well, we okay. Nothing but the truth, you know. But, okay. But well, we had to become more, you know. The and most so, Ed, what, uh, right. What happened to Eddie? Is he he passed away at some point? Yeah, uh, as we all do. Fifty-six. Yeah, a while a while ago. I, I think it's what your two thousand six. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's like right four fifteen years ago, something like that. Yeah. So so then enter Neil McGinnis, who who took it? Who took? I mean, oh, by yes. the way, Eddie. Yes. Well, one quick question, Eddie Eddie Klontz. Was he like the managing editor until he passed away, or he was or a managing what? editor and then became uh, the the senior editor? I think he was editor in chief for the last few years. Yeah, he was he was really the voice. 
it was either him or him or Sal Ivon I uh I I forget the name. Oh right, so, right, right, right. Yeah, one of those. So by the way, okay. So were you you came on board in what ninety nine, Greg? Yeah, I started writing articles in ninety nine. You know, I was not full time. They wrote articles and 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 through the two thousands, and then American Media, who had bought it, it uh, Weekly World News, with the Enquirer in nineteen eighty eight. So they sold it to this uh, a group of uh, investor group in New York in two thousand eight. And then it went out of print and it just went in online where it had a very good run online. And that's where Neil McGinnis became the editor in chief. Right. Yeah. Now, but let me ask you a question. What was, pardon me if I, I didn't get the timelines right, but so when you came on board, was Eddie Klontz still there or had he? No, had he, he, he was not. He was not. I was not dealing with him directly. He was still there. But uh, yeah, I didn't. I didn't deal with him directly. I dealt with uh, other editors. Yeah, right. So, so I tell us articles, yeah. and then I just would submit more and more articles, and and then yeah. You were so, prolific. Yeah, it was very prolific. Yeah, I wrote a lot of articles. We have a hundred. I think now it's probably like one hundred eighteen thousand in the vault library since nineteen seventy nine, and I've written over over five thousand of them. I think so with different names. You know, we have our different names depending on what had them were you know like of course story, wow you know? that's amazing huh and so yeah. so let me ask you a question so bring us back to uh, story meetings when you had uh, the editorial group would would sit writers and the, the editors and you know, the creative people what, what was that like you know i when, when i came on i was working like a, mostly alone but i would go uh, well let me go back to the beginning that was yeah. their, their that was their thing was to always be together make go over the stories together as sitting together trying to make each other you know some uh, a headline that throw out and and really play off each other a lot which i think is fantastic and i want to bring that back because it's hard to do it on zoom but later on you know we had there was you know i was technically a freelance writer at the beginning who's a regular freelance writer so i would be submitting to people and i would come to new york sometimes or florida and and meet with them but you know it was it was it was that was fun you go to a bar or you're in the office and you just sit at a table and go over the stories which is great you just you know hey i got this or i, I saw this story out of india or i saw this story out of here what do you think of this you know and it just played wow. on it was really really uh fantastic and i think that really helps it uh, like i said we try to do it on zoom now but it's not the same thing you know Kind of no, you can't because you gotta you, you gotta you gotta be able to pull to the side and wait. Have you thought about this? Some ideas yeah. aren't ready for prime time in the meeting, right? Right, right. So you get you, you get somebody's reaction and say, no, that won't work. But why don't you put this in? And then you you that's brought into the meeting maybe because somebody says, yeah, it looks good. So you you know you feel I'm encouraged. Maybe I can bring this up, you know? Because yeah. you have to yeah. barnstorming, brainstorming, right? Not right. Everything works. Sometimes you go, you know, you get your like assignment. Like, oh, I'm you know. I'm going to write about the guy with the horn with his head in Nebraska, you know, so I'm going to go work on that. But then somebody <laughs> might have, if you're sitting around together, somebody say, Hey, I have an idea for that. You know, well, I have an idea for that, but you don't, you don't get that, you know, and I think that's important for this, this uh, publication, you know, for our, yeah, of course, of course. So tell, tell us about some of the, the most viral moments. You touched upon that a little bit, Greg, you mentioned how, you know, in movies, and you had Weird Weird Al Yankovic doing stuff, and some 
you know, some some productions that were based on it and John Stewart, but there were some actual stories that they thought it was real because you're the most reliable news source, right? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, over, over the years, I mean, there's, there's, I mean, I would say that it, it, there's a good percentage. We we've debated it, you know, maybe like fifteen or twenty percent of people that believe a lot, majority of what we write, which is good. You know, there's a lot of people, yeah. you know. So, but we've had. You know, there's, there's been a lot, there was a lot of UFO stories and stories about, you know, Roswell and aliens and everything. And um, a lot of those have now been proven to be true, you know, today, wow. in the last year, right? How because about that? How, you know, how the Pentagon is talking about unidentified aerial phenomena, UAP instead of UFO, but, they, you know, they've revealed a lot of what we, we said about aliens and stuff like that, you know. And I see um, a CIA connection. I think you guys had some, um, some inside dope from the CIA, didn't you? Well, uh, it's from, it went from the CIA. Don't have to comment. And, and from some, uh, <laughs> and from some aliens, more, more so. You know. I mean, that's real. That's that's really first. Yeah, yeah. strange yeah. encounters of the of the first of the uh, of the third kind, I guess you call it. Yeah. yeah. So, so, and we wrote so, about big Bigfoot a lot, and and um, a lot of the characters that came out, you know, like a baby part, parting. Uh, Lake Michigan was a big story. The stuff like that would take off about finding the Garden of Eden, which took took a while. We found it, which is it's in Wyoming, which was a shock to a lot of people. Oh well, yeah, you know, sure. That, that, I didn't know that. I yeah, I thought it was in Florida. I thought it was in Florida when I when I was a kid. Yeah, I just thought like yeah. you know, yeah, you die, you go to and die, yeah. and you, you don't go to heaven. If you're good, you go to Florida. You know, it's, it's all I could, to me. It was the closest thing to heaven on earth. You know, yeah, exactly. I was a kid growing up. So, um, uh, and then, so, but then, then when it went online, we did have a lot of uh, viral moments, and and that's kind of opened us up to the uh, the world too. Like we became popular in the UK, India, Australia, of course, English speaking, but Spain, France, and Japan took Weekly World News and translated it and just published it and printed it for, well, I think from two ten two ten to twenty fourteen, and that that was it was the Japanese version of Weekly World News, and they it was very. Uh, Popular, but we had um one big viral story we always talk about about uh which I wrote was about this uh there was a jetpack company in Australia. They were thinking about making jetpacks. So I wrote about how um Los Angeles was buying 10,000 of these jetpacks and forming a jetpack, you know, police force, you know, within the LAPD. And I listed all the reason that we're, we're buying 10,000 at 10,000 each, $10,000 each of these jetpacks. So I think I wrote that at like three in the morning and they posted it. And at seven in the morning, Brian Kilmeade read, read my story on uh, Fox and Friends with all the bullet points and the Chiron. And oh my gosh. Called, called it the LA jetpack officers and, you know, pricing it. And then um, two hours later, CNN made fun of uh fox for writing something that they thought wasn't true because they said well that would be a billion dollars to to buy these and so and then msnbc did that and then later on cnn had a special for 20 minutes about it and then that night david letterman uh did the top 10 <laughs> list about it. so within wow. 24 hours we had that you know we had we had this whole thing about facebook shutting down in 2012 so we said facebook is is going to shut down on a certain date and then so we i think we had some ridiculous 16 million views in one day we could the server couldn't handle amazing 
Well, no, you know, they remember, remember going back about, was it last year that Facebook did shut down? Which, of yeah. course, brings me to, to an important, important question. And that is, um, how many White House correspondent seats do you have? I mean, Weekly World News does have a White House correspondent, correct? We, we, we do have a White House correspondent. Like, even, even, but last year, even during the election, we, you know, we, we sent someone to Iowa and we, we you know, some of the right, some of the, the core members of the White House press corps, you know, they, they, they kind of shot us a little bit, but we're still in there. We do, we do have somebody that, that is at the White House every day. We don't, we don't get called on very much, but we do have someone there reporting, taking notes, seeing what's going on. Man, we had a, a story a couple of months ago about proving that there was, a, you know, we had something similar in the nineties, but we looked into it again. There's like four or five, senators that are aliens so that that was a that was a big story that we you know uncovered and we tried to ask um the jen Psaki about it and you know we, we just got shut down oh did she did she tell you if if the, well if it if it is true they're undocumented right oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. anyway no, there's no, source, so no sources and stuff like that but so by the way in the early days you guys must have been pulling in huge money you know you had this, this inexpensive but i mean relative, you owned it printing press you yeah. it was like your i imagine it was paid off by that time and so you just you know bought the buckets of ink and then ran these crazy stories and, and you I, got like I, I, um it, it did it did very well until uh so in american media Inc. bought it in 1988 and then in the late 90s this guy named uh david pecker who owned national Enquirer, was the head of the national Enquirer. He was not running it correctly, you know, and it kind of started losing some of its um, readership, you know. And there's some yeah. changes that he made that weren't weren't as uh, weren't as helpful. So, and, right. and, he, and it was the same thing with National Choir. He was doing weird things like catch and kill and stuff like that, and you know, so he wasn't wow. tending to Weekly World News as he should have been. So, right. So. Okay, let me let me ask you about this. Uh, Edwin Newman uh, with Weekly World News. Tell us yes. about that interesting oh, yes, uh, chapter episode of your company. Yes, yes. so USA Brand. wanted to do this uh, weekly show, Weekly World News. It was done sort of with a news anchor, and then we go out and report about you know uh, a guy who performed surgery on a doctor who performed surgery on himself at his own home. Stories like that, you know. Uh, about a time traveling stockbroker, we we would report about that, you know, <laughs> and, bad, and bad boy. So we put these stories together. And we had a very serious host, Edmund Newman, who was a he was a regular news anchor, and he was the, the host of the show. And I think it ran about twelve or thirteen episodes, and it was USA was well, well received. As a matter of fact, John Stewart was influenced by it because he saw it and uh, gave him some ideas, and. Uh, oh. So it, it it did pretty it did pretty well. It was was it wasn't very expensive to uh, to to film because we just had the host and then we just have our reporters out on the street doing these right right oh, sure but about right but uh, of course but you you had so Edwin Newman was kind of like the star and then you had the the reporters the eyewitness news reporters yeah, yeah they would go into like a five minute segment going deep into the story and show you know right. So we would present we it got in to see the guy, you know, prepping himself to operate on himself, which was, was that was exciting. Amazing. Yeah. Let yeah. me ask you a question. Was it, I mean, did you have to spend 
give Edwin Newman like a huge amount of money for him to do that or what? Well, you know, he was a, he had been a fan of Booty World as well. So, uh, oh, wow, that a, a little, a good, a good, it was a good deal for him and for us. So, and the thing about it is now USA Network is looking at, they were thinking about bringing that back. So that would be a great. Wow. Thing. Yeah. Well, well that'd we, be awesome. We're not seeing who the, we've been talking to different people about being hosts, mostly, uh, you know, female uh, anchors, you know, that we'd like to right. have. Yeah. Right. Oh, de- definitely a good, good idea. Yeah. Especially the, yeah, you know, you wouldn't want to have somebody just pick them because they're, they're really good looking, right? Right, right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> right. They do that. They do that in Italy. You know, so. Yeah, man. Yeah. All right. Hey, listen, just uh, just curious. Why in August 2007, I understand it ceased publication. What happened? So, I mean, it was, it was, it was, a, it was a few things. One is that a lot of print publications were moving to online and then people weren't buying as much. It was partially, you know, distribution because uh, getting into supermarkets or get, got to be some challenges with that. And also, you know, we had been online since 1997 and, you know, a lot of papers going on. But there was a third part, which in 2001, after uh, 9-11, obviously, there was an anthrax attack in Florida on the America Media Inc. offices. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So two two people died. One of them I, was a Wiki World News photo, photo editor. So is that right? Yes. Yeah. I so knew that, it. This was the, that that was the guy. I knew that. I knew the yeah. guy that worked there. Yeah. Yeah. Ton. Yeah. Yeah. There was. Yeah. So the the uh, the interesting thing, and, we're, and there is a documentary in the works on Wiki World News. We it's, it should be out uh, beginning of next year, which is going to be great, and because there's a rich history, but. The, uh, what happened was that a lot of the issues and files and everything were destroyed by the FBI because they had to, we had the building and there was like anthrax they thought was throughout the building. So they destroyed a lot of our files and, and ish, old issues and stuff like that. But, but why? This brings me to the JFK assassination and the destruction of evidence. Yes, exactly. exactly. <laughs> Go ahead, Greg. Go, no, go, Greg, go, uh, go ahead. A whole, there's, a whole, there's a whole theory that some people have, have told me that they think that, uh, you know, they, the government, like we, our reporters go out and find the truth about the stories about Manigator and stuff like that. And that boy. since it's true, the government wants to make it seem like Weekly World News is just this humor publication, making things up and everything. So that, right. that debunks makes the public think that it's not true when they know that it's true, right? So, so it's like they're using Weekly World News, but, you know, I'm, I'm going to see if I can change that a little bit. Of course. Well, listen, you know, so, and, and you've done so much stuff. You've also done, uh, I mean, some of the things, Bigfoot, the PhD ape. Tell PhD, us about PhD ape. Well, PhD ape, he's the smartest being on, on the planet. He's just uh, does he oh, yeah. does he participate? Excuse me, does he participate in editorial meetings? No, he, he doesn't. He doesn't get involved. See, so that's some people think that that these some of these characters are with Week Rollins. We we just are reporting on them. We're finding them. We're interviewing them. You know, stuff like like Bat Boy ran for president in twenty uh, the the twenty twenty. How and, many votes uh, did he get? We weren't part of the campaign. We just you know reported on it. You know, did he get votes? How he many? did get votes. He did get votes. How many? Do you know? 
I don't know exactly. He got it in, I think it was about 15 states. He got some votes. Yeah. But, but, you know, again, mainstream media was suppressing his campaign. We tried to get a lot out there, you know, maybe hopefully. Yeah. Go. Oh, excuse me. I was going to say, hopefully Elon Musk and I owns Twitter, hopefully, uh, Bat Boy's uh, viability as a candidate uh, will no longer be doubted. Yeah, and well, he'll, he'll thrive. We're we're waiting and we're thinking that he, he's going to announce whether he's going to do twenty twenty four or not. You know, we know he's going to replace his vice president because he had Bigfoot as his vice vice presidential candidate, and Bigfoot is not interested anymore. He's kind like of I say, power yeah. on the whole political process. You know? Well, plus he's also got some issues because I think during a debate, didn't he put his foot in his mouth? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think he did a few times. He did that. <laughs> and Bat so, Boy couldn't take it, you know, and, and yeah, Bat Boy's a, a lad and, and Bigfoot pushed him around a lot. Didn't, yeah, didn't yeah. argue well for their time in the White House and the yeah, Oval yeah. Office together. Well, so, Greg, PhD, listen, it's been, PhD, yeah, go ahead. Tell me. Might be his uh, campaign manager next time, which would be, oh, he'd be great. He'd yeah. be great. And Al, if he can get Elvis as a vice president, I mean, that ticket is going to win, man. Oh, yeah. And by the way, you know, I think Elvis is 86 now, but there last year, some people said he died. He said he died last year, but that, we've debunked that completely. He's still alive and he's still out. Well, I've heard, uh, I mean, a source of mine, yeah. uh, Chris Peaks, uh, who's got the C oh. show on YouTube, he told me that actually he, he's, he's actually in a nursing home in Massachusetts. And I think the angle is he always knew that he had tremendous p potential to sell records and to get popular among New Englanders because they're a little bit uptight and straight laced. And, you know, yeah, uh, that makes sense. Yeah, it doesn't it. I think he's, he's yeah. promoting himself and in, 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 to that demographic and that part of the country. So I mean, Elvis is a very, very talented guy. And so yeah. I'd love to see him as vice presidential candidate. And yeah, um, that, so anyway. That would be that would be great, you know. And, and the whole thing about you know because he had a twin brother that that supposedly died at birth. Yeah, you know? that's that's where things get very foggy. You know? Yes, yes, and that you know at some point he might surface on the pages of Weekly World News. Exactly, could happen. We don't want to go there, but listen, yeah, hey Greg, listen, Greg, listen. It's been fantastic having you on Quorum Radio. Thank you oh. so much for doing this interview, <clears throat> and hope I can interview you again. Oh, absolutely. You know? I mean, we're, we're just scratching the surface on all what, what's going on. Oh, my on. gosh. Oh, absolutely. It's been a, a real uh, pleasure. Enjoy talking to you. Yeah. And, now, now, what, and what's that? Oh, and being on Quorum Radio. I mean, it's real. That's great. Uh, I tell you, it's been it's an honor to have you on. And uh, so, yeah, we'll have to do it again.